Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. Okay, so I'm going to get back into uh, the Tomorrowland uh, conversation, and then I'm going to do a Britney Spears Blackout podcast. I really want to talk about the Blackout album. I want to talk about so many of her albums. I'm going to talk about Blackout because um, it's one of the more interesting eras. It might not be my favorite. It's not my favorite, but it's one that I really want to talk about, so we'll talk about that one. Anyway, getting back into Tomorrowland. So I've already talked about kind of like the landscape of Tomorrowland, what you can find there. Um, Again, I will be talking about Disney World and the other parks as well at some point too, but I'm really just focusing on Disneyland. I might make some comparisons throughout these videos, but I'm not, or throughout these podcasts, but I'm not going to talk about Disney World until later. Um, That's, that's going to be a whole thing. I'm excited for that. Anyway, okay, so Tomorrowland memories. I'm going to talk about memories and, and fun moments I've had in Tomorrowland. Um. I've had a lot of really good moments in, in Tomorrowland, even though Tomorrowland is not my favorite part of the park. Um, it's still a really cool place to go. Um, let me see if I can think of, I'm trying to, there's so many memories. Okay, so, because I, I want to talk about some memories as a guest and some memories as an actual CM, because there's there's different things. So as a guest, one of the coolest memories I think I have is getting to be the Rebel Spy. Um, I think I mentioned this a little bit in the last podcast, but I, like, again, me and my friends, we went to Disneyland, like, at least three times, two to three times a week. We were going a lot, like, a lot, and it was because a lot of my best friends had passes, you know, um, my friend at the time, uh, she had a pass, her siblings had passes, um, her parents had passes, uh, my dad had a pass, um, my other friend, Denisha, she had a pass, my friend Krista from Northern California, she was living out in Southern California at the time. She had a pass. Uh, at one point, my friend Josie, who's like my sister, she had a pass at one point. Um, I don't know if her man had a pass too, but I know she had a pass. Uh, my friend Jessica had a pass. My friend Mariah had a pass. I think my friend Brenda at one point had a pass too. So a lot of, I have a lot of females in my life. Uh, my friend Ronnie had a pass. A lot of people had a pass at the same time. Mind you, we never really went in this huge, ginormous group, which now I'm thinking about it, because a lot of my friends are, like, in separate friend groups. We never went in, like, one big, huge group, which would would have been really fun. But we all went, is what I mean. Like, we went a lot. So I was in Disneyland a lot, to the point where, like, even before I was working there, um, for the for the long time that I did, a lot of CMs were just, like, I made friends with CMs because they were, like, I've, I've seen you can get like, here, like, all the time. Like, what is your name? You're always eating on this ride. You're always eating this. So I was there a lot. So... Um, my friends and I would always get on, on, uh, Star Tours and we were kind of convinced that they were only going to give the, 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 uh, Rebel Spy to like some kid or whatever. Cause most of the time that's what happens. You get in there and they, they take your picture somewhere in the line queue and majority of the time it's going to be a kid. Um, and so we were all convinced that it only happens to kids and like, or you have to make like a funny face or there's gotta be some, some rule to getting this thing. And uh, even though we never really looked into it, we just always assumed that, that that's what it was. Cause like, how come none of us in any of my friend groups ever got the Rebel Spy? I think, I wanna say only one person that I knew of in my friend group got one before, but I, was, I wasn't there for that. But um, it just, it never happened. It would never happen. And I would always wear funny glasses. I would always wear like these, these green glasses with my hands all over my face. I have, I have like a whole photo album of Disney characters doing the same pose as me. And when I became a CM, some of them recognized me. It's like, oh my gosh, you're the guy that comes here and does the photo thing. Like Aurora was one, of the, I think the first person to recognize. She was like, I remember you. Like we did that thing together in the photo. So she's, she's really cool. Shout out to you, Aurora. Aurora, you are the MVP. You sleep a lot, but you remember a lot, girl. You got a good memory. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so 
I would always wear those glasses in the line queue. And every now and then I would take them off just, just to see, like, maybe they'll take my picture this time or whatever, you know? Because a lot of times they want to get the ones who are not expecting it. And I didn't always expect it. There were times we would get on Star Tours and I would never think about the Rebel Spy. I would, like, I wouldn't think about it until we were in that moment. I'm like, oh, that's right. They took your picture and all that stuff. So I remember one time I was with my friends and I think it was, I think we were meeting Denisha's husband for the first first time or her boyfriend he might have been her boy he was a boyfriend i'm sorry he was her boyfriend at the time i think that's when it happened i i don't remember when i don't remember what the 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 like the situation was i just know it was me krista and denisha and i feel like one one more person was there with us and yeah i was there almost five and it was so random because i was like what like i could not believe it. and they actually because you know they always they 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 say a gender they're like he or she or you know this person is did that and they said I was a he, which I was, because honestly, okay, like, and I don't, like, I don't know if you know me, if you're listening to this, if you just stumbled upon my podcast or whatever, but those of you who know me in real life, you guys know that I'm constantly being called she, um, even though I'm, I'm, you know, was, I was born with, with male parts, I am male, I identify as he, him, male, um, I always get called a she. It always happens over the phone, even in person sometimes, like, it always happens, I, like, I'm bald right now, pretty much. Like, I mean, I have a little bit of hair, but I'm pretty much bald right now. And even now, I still get called she. And it's just, it's the craziest thing. Like, I have, like, facial hair sometimes, still get called she. Like, it is the craziest thing, and it happens all of the time. Um, it doesn't matter what I look like. It just it just happens all. Like, I, you know, I've worn wigs and stuff before, like, to work, whatever. Just, you know, because I, I like to just get in character sometimes. And, like, it just, it happens all. I, I, in fact, I think... One of the only times that someone actually called me a he is when I had a wig on, which I was like, oh, how does it like, how does this work? I don't know. Like, so, but it happens all the time. Anyway, I was really happy that they were like, he is a rebel spy or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, yay. I was hoping I wouldn't hear she. Like, because <laughs> that was always my question to myself. Was, what if I ever got the rebel spy in Darth Vader? And it was Darth Vader who, who caught me. But I was like, what if Darth Vader says she? Like, because there's, there's two tracks. There's one where I believe Vader catches you. And I think the other one is where a, a random stormtrooper catches you. So I wanted Vader. I wanted Vader and I got Vader. That was the coolest thing. And I remember that just being like a really big memory for me. Because I'm like, I, I, I'm the Rebel Spy. That's awesome. Um, what else? Oh, getting to see my little cousin take part in the Jedi Little Training Academy thing was really cool. Um, we actually ran, like, we ran into each other. There. I didn't know he was going to be there. But we ran into each other there. Um, I want to say I, this was a day off for me. No, no, it wasn't. It was actually a day I was going into work. That's right. Because sometimes before I would go into work, I would go do a little shopping or whatever like that. Because I don't live close to, to the resort at all. I was like 40 miles away. So whenever I get time to like, you know, go in and do a little shopping before work or whatever, I will do that. Or just walk around. Sometimes I like to get popcorn. What kind of miss it. I would walk around, get popcorn and just kind of people watch. I loved people watching. And it was crazy because like, I would see people that would like just, you know, catch my eye for whatever reason, not because like I was like attracted to them or whatever, but they would wear something cool or whatever. And I would see them and I would be like, that guy's cool. Like, I like the way, I like his, his look. I like like how he walks, his show. Cause a lot of people have like, they're, they're just different, you know, Disneyland. And I remember just like, sometimes I would see them. And then later on when I was like actually at work, I would run into them again. So it was always funny how like, sometimes the people at the start of my day, I would see just at random, I would eventually see them later. They would become an, a part of the story again later that day, which was, it was always crazy to me. And, and you might be thinking, well, Disneyland's only so big, but yeah, but like, 
you never know what people are doing all the time. You know what I mean? Because what I was doing, um, I'm not going to really disclose too much of what I mean. I've talked about it a little bit, but like, I like there like I'd have situations where I'd be working and I would be like hidden somewhere. If that makes sense, like where I was was like hidden. Like like I wouldn't expect to see somebody sometimes my age, you know, hanging out where I was because I was that's where my job was of that day, and it would still happen. Or like I would be on my way out of work and I would see them again. Like, again, sometimes after work, I would go in and like do some shopping or whatever like that. And I would see, you know, in downtown Disney and I would see that person. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I saw you earlier this morning and you know, you're going into the park and now I'm seeing you and you're in downtown. Like, what are the odds of that? Like it was, like I said, it's a really, Disneyland's a really big place because you have two different um, theme parks. You've got like hotels. You've got, you know, downtown shopping. You've got a lot of stuff across the street too. So there's, there's like not as high of a probability you think of running into people. There are people who I knew we were at Disneyland the same day and I did not want to see them. And I managed to avoid them all day long. You know what I mean? Like that's how big things are. And you just don't know what people are there for. If someone's there to ride rides and you're there to shop, you may not run into each other all day long. Like it could actually happen. Um, and there's times where I've met up or tried to meet up with people, you know, who I, who I knew and it would take us forever to find each other because like, you know what I mean? Like we just, I, unless I'm telling them exactly where I am, it would take forever. Like, I remember as a kid, like, you know, one of my cousins getting lost in Disneyland and that felt like, I mean, it felt like hours to find them because we didn't have like the phones we have now. So, but it felt like it took hours to find them because it was so big and like, that's, I mean, that's just how it is. Um, Anyways, I'm sorry, getting back, getting back to the topic at hand. Another really fun Tomorrowland memory. Oh my gosh, I have a lot. Uh, I think the Stormtrooper singling me out was really weird. It was really weird. I don't, okay, we were by, I think it was Star Trader. And I was waiting outside for a friend. And I remember I was like on my phone or whatever. And I just get like this light in my face. And I'm like, wow, that's that's like that's that's light. And I like look over and right next to me is one stormtrooper to my left and another one to my right. And they're looking down at my phone. And I was like, hello. And there was all like I there were all these people surrounding us. And I was like, because I mean, okay, so I am used to that because a lot of times when I go to theme parks or I go places, I always have like something kooky on. Like I don't really dress up, no, but I, I'll wear like a certain pair of glasses or something. And people will take pictures of me. They'll ask either to take a picture with me or they'll just take one of me. It's happened a lot to the point where my friends act like security guards sometimes when I go to Disneyland. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Like, my best friends, they hate going to theme parks with me sometimes. It, it's not the same anymore as it used to because I don't wear the glasses and stuff anymore like I used to. But back in the day, it, I mean, but that's probably the reason why I stopped actually because people were actually like trying to take photos with me without my permission. And I was like, I don't, I'm just a regular person. I'm just like a regular dude who wears like funny glasses there's no need to do this so I stopped wearing them because I started getting really uncomfortable in crowds and I also like just stopped that so it was weird because like I wasn't wearing anything you know crazy that day I didn't have any glasses or whatever but here are these two stormtroopers and then in front of me there's like a crap ton of people because anytime you, you see the stormtroopers like people freak out like especially when before Galaxy's Edge was even a thing uh it was just Tomorrowland so when you saw them everybody was like running after them wanted to take a photo like they, you know there was always that push for them so yeah I was just like minding my own business and then yeah, they were and there all these people were and it was it was really cool it was kind of cool to like 
interact with the stormtroopers and, and, and have all that happen. But um, yeah, they were just they were really cool. Like I like I mean they were stormtroopers, but like it was a, it was a cool moment. I did get a picture with them. Um, someone else took it with my phone, but like it was just there was a lot of people. And sometimes you do stop and, and you're like, why did this character come up to me? Why did this person come up to me? What, what, what like what's going on? So that was really cool. That was a cool moment. Um. And I'd never really, before that moment, I had never really interacted with the Stormtroopers before. Because, like, I'm like, I don't really go to Disneyland for, for Star Wars. Like, I know it's there, but I don't really go there. And I especially don't go there to, to interact with, like, Stormtroopers. I just, I don't do that. Like, I think they're cool or whatever, but I'm just, like, nah. <laughs> I don't do that. Even when I see them in Galaxy's Edge, I kind of avoid them. Like, oh, Stormtroopers, okay, cool. Like, no shade at all. I, I don't care enough. But, like, I'm just like, eh, whatever. So, um... That was a moment. I would also say a really big like character meet and greet memory for me was meeting Baymax and Hiro from Big Hero 6. I met them a few times um, in that part of the park because that's where they were. And that was so much like hugging Baymax and hearing him like deflate. I loved it. And I love Baymax. I'm a huge Baymax fan. Like I just, something about like big cuddly Disney characters. I don't know what that is. I don't, I, I have might have a cuddling complex when it comes to those kind of characters. But I just, I love Baymax. He was created to love and care people for, for people. And that's what I love about him. So yeah, like I love Baymax and I got to meet him and Hudo and that was so much fun. I had a conversation about mechanics with Hudo and it, like he's obviously Hudo, he's really, he's really smart. But he was talking about microbots, and it was it was the coolest. Like I don't know, for me, I like I. It was around Christmas time, and we took photos together. But like it was just so geeky. Like I felt like a geek in that moment because we were just talking about microbots, and we were talking about you know Baymax and how amazing he is, and um, yeah, it was cool. It's also really cool because Baymax blinks, he has all these things, and it was he he does the you know the little handshake with you. He's so cool. I loved it. Um, and so I went to see them a few different times, like over different trips that I, that I took. Um, another really cool memory for me was playing an arcade version of Kingdom Hearts in Tomorrowland. Like, I had never seen Kingdom Hearts available to play in, like, an arcade-style game. I don't even know if outside of Disneyland that was even a thing. I could, I could never tell you because I've never seen that. Like, the, the last time that I really paid attention to a game, like an arcade-style game, was probably in an arcade. But like, you know, and sometimes when I was like, when I was little, we go like Little Caesars or some pizza joint and they would have like little arcade games that was always common. But like, I don't really go out of my way to go to an arcade. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm grown. I don't really do that. Unless my friends and I are like, hey, let's go to like um, John's Incredible. Or there's this place we would go to in Reno Valley that uh, there's like a place, uh, I think it's called Round One, in, like the upstairs of the mall. <clears throat> um, it's called Round One. You can play like arcade games there. And then there's also Dave and Buster's over which is a little bit closer to me um so there are places that you can go which is i don't normally do that like you know what i mean like i like i said like i normally go to theme parks if, if i'm going to do something like that that's like fun like that it's going to be a theme park but now i mean i don't know i've been to david busters the last i would say like three times in the last two years my ex likes going there he was a big david busters person so anytime we went out to like eat or whatever he'd be like let's go to david busters let's go you know let's go there so that's the, the extent of it for me and I never saw Kingdom Hearts system in there when I was there but yeah I remember playing Kingdom Hearts I don't remember which game it was I think it might have been one but I was playing Kingdom Hearts inside Disneyland in Tomorrowland in their little arcade that they had in there that was so cool also I think it was I think it was either Big Hero 6 or Wreck-It Ralph I think it was Wreck-It Ralph Wreck-It Ralph had arcade games as well 
in that same place. And I was playing, I think it was Fix It Felix in there, um, which was again, really, really cool. Like those were really cool. And I wish they would have done more promotions with those things. Like I really wish when Big Heroes or when Wreck-It Ralph was coming out, they had like actual art. I mean, I don't know if they did to be fair, but I really wish they did have those in like Game of Busters and stuff and they would like show that on TV ads. I think that would have been a great way to promote that movie. And even Ralph Breaks the Internet. Like again, I know that Ralph Breaks the Internet is, is more of like the internet thing, but still we're going to see this movie because we love the first one and the first one takes place in an arcade, right? So it would be really cool if they actually brought those out for the first movie and then re like rebranded them and brought them out for the second film too and maybe even make an arcade game for the princesses that would have been pretty sick like that would have been really cool um now let's get to my moments as a cm oh actually before i do that another speaking of wreck it ralph and and characters you could play or i'm sorry uh, arcade games i met vanilla pivon sweets and ralph in Disneyland. The first time they were there for Wreck-It Ralph, I actually got to meet them at the same place I met Hiro and Baymax, and that was really cool too. And yeah, that's where I was playing the the games. That's where I remember the games being in that same little arcade place, which is right next to like um, Space Mountain. So it was it was really cool to, to go there. The second time though, I think when their second film came out, you can meet them in California Adventure. Um, I think in the back lot area next to like the Avengers, not quite where the Avengers are, but next to it. Okay, favorite moments is the CM. Um, I think my, I think, okay, yeah, no, <laughs> the best moments for me as a CM in Tomorrowland, because I wasn't always in Tomorrowland, I, I, I very rarely hung out in Tomorrowland, unless I was part of a dance party, and let me tell you, the Tomorrowland Terrace dance parties were life for me. Okay, so growing up, right, I always wanted to be some type of entertainer, singer, dancer, actor, something, I was, like, I remember watching Britney Spears videos. This is why I love her so much. I remember watching Britney Spears videos as a kid and mimicking her every move and dance step. I would put on shows, y'all. I would put on I would like I would learn her choreography. I'd watch the video a few times, learn and by the way, I like I didn't have tapes or whatever like back then. I couldn't, you know, I'd have to wait for MTV to play it again. I would learn her choreography in like two or three goes. Cause I would just watch her. I was like enamored with her. I would just watch everything she did. Like how people grew up loving Michael Jackson and and, and Janet and all these other really great dance performers. That's how I was with Britney Spears. I liked Michael too. I liked Janet as well. Um, but Britney, something about Britney Spears, there was something different about her. And I think it's cause her music was really geared towards me. Cause it looked like well, my age, she was young. So whatever. Um, but I would watch her dance step and I would just like mimic her. Not just her, but mainly her. Um, and I put on shows, I would put on shows. And like, I grew up loving like the Cheetah Girls and like just um, performance movies, you know, movies where people put on shows. I love that kind of stuff. I wasn't a high school musical fan, surprisingly. And I don't care for musicals. I know it's weird, I know it's weird. I'm not a big musical person. I don't care for high school musical, but I'm kind of whimsical in my own way. Like I, I'm like, I'm like a Disney whimsical. I know high school musical is Disney, but I can't, I'm sorry, I just can't do it. Anyways, so, I've always wanted to like perform on stage and, and like obviously with like Nikki and stuff. Like I was in dance class in school. I did theater and stuff like very rarely, but I like, I like, I didn't do the shows. I would never like audition for plays and stuff in school. Well, yeah, I did. That's a lie. I did actually in middle school, I was in two plays, but like high school, by the time I got to high school, I had my, my agent in Hollywood and I felt I was too good for everything. I know, I know I'm, I'm stopping myself. I know. But at that time, I thought I was too good for stuff. So I would not actually perform in my high school plays. I would help out. I would set things up. 
Um, I would do like sometimes hair and makeup if they needed somebody to help. Even though I was really bad with like hair and makeup. <laughs> I was bad with makeup. Hair, I could try. Makeup was like that. Um, and then I like did a dance performance in my in my like, uh, freshman year of high school. So I you know I was a part of the theater and stuff. Um, but anyway, I was like super, thought I was too good for everybody. But I always wanted to perform, especially at Disney. Like I always wanted to be a performer at Disneyland. I would see their stage shows and just like, man, I can do that. I want to do that. I want to be that person out there, you know, hanging out, dancing with Minnie and Mickey and stuff. I want to do that. So when I became um, a host, um, I was like, I, it never dawned on me that that's what I was going to be doing at some point. Never, ever in my life. I don't know why, but it never dawned on me I was going to do that. So anyway, we, it was around Halloween time and I get this like random thing and I'm like what is this like what am I going to be doing and then I realized oh my gosh I'm going to be doing like hanging out and dancing with characters in, in Tomorrowland like what so you know I go down there and I remember like you know it was me and a few of the villains it was a Halloween party it was me and a few villains and no wait, was that the first time no the first time was not with villains I'm sorry the first time was hanging out with Mickey and I was hanging out with Mickey and there was Goofy and Max and it was really cool. You guys, I'm a big nerd. So it was really, really cool. I felt like a Mouseketeer. And I, I think I've explained this to you guys before. Like I've always wanted to be in the Mickey Mouse Club when I was a kid. Brittany, Christina, them. Like, I always wanted to be in the Mickey Mouse Club. I wanted a jacket. I wanted everything. I wanted to be official. So when I'm, like, hanging out with them, and we're, like, we're performing, you guys. We're getting down. Like, we're performing for an audience. They're kids, right? And their parents and you know regular people who just want to dance and have fun in Tomorrowland. But I'm hanging out with Mickey and stuff, so I feel like a Mouseketeer in that moment. I like, I mean, we all were like, and that was always my go-to. Anytime you would come to the park and you'd see me, I would always be like, "Hey, what's up, Mouseketeers?" I'm that guy. That's just me. I always felt like I was in the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> like I always felt that way. So for me, it was a really cool moment, and. I wanted more of it. Like, I would be so tired at the end of the night, but I was so happy. Like, I get a microphone and I'm dancing and these kids are dancing with you and these adults dancing with you and people are just watching you. And they were playing great music. Like, they played they played Cheetah Girls, you guys. I turned up. because I Like, I don't know what they're going to play. I have no idea what's going to be on the playlist. Like, nobody knows. So they just play the music. And it, it's always, like, Disney-related or related to what we're doing. Like, for example, if it's Halloween, there's going to be Halloween-themed music that's playing the whole night. And... It's just a blast. It was just so much fun. And the, you know, the crowd is, is hyped, but the kids are excited, the parents are excited. Um, everyone's excited and it's fun. And when you get to dance and you're dancing like around Maleficent or you're dancing around the Queen or you're dancing around Drizella and Anastasia or you're dancing around Mickey and Friends, it was so much fun. Like I've never felt so, and that's why I loved my job because it felt more than just a job for me. It was like, I know this sounds really cliche, Trust me, I know. But it was dreams coming true. And I really, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you are a dreamer, if you're someone who dreams of something and you dream it with your whole chest, you dream it with, you know, all that you are, I think it eventually will come true. And it will come true in ways you didn't expect. And yeah, sometimes when you explain it to people, they might be like, oh, that's overdramatic or this, that, and third. But it's like, you're not that kind of person. So you wouldn't understand. Does that make sense? Like, and there's a lot of people who are probably listening to this now. If you were a CM or you've done something, you follow your dream and your dream comes true. You know how that feels. That moment of like, my dream actually came true. Like this dream that I had, like even though this was not exactly how I pictured it, it actually happened. And for me, like getting to see my friends and even some of my family members who I didn't even know were going to be there that night, watch me perform. 
that was crazy because my family's never really been a part of that. I know this is about Disney. I'm sorry, I'm going to focus on that. But my family's never really been a part of that life, that part of my life, my performances. They were really never there to see that. My parents, yes, but like my extended family was never able to see me do the things that I want to do, like my passions and stuff. They, We talked about my auditions. We talked about things. Sometimes they would help me with like preparing for an audition, examples for like uh doing a monologue or whatever but they never got to see any of that stuff right so this was one time that a few of them actually got to like without me even knowing they're there got to see me do something that was you know because I always went to my cousin's baseball games football games soccer games I didn't always go but when I was like down for the weekend or whatever I would see them you know do what they do and they never got to see me do those things like for whatever reason and so getting to see some of them see me do that kind of stuff in my element was really really cool it was it was like like I said it was like a million dreams coming to you at once it was just a lot and it was fun and so that's my memory of Tomorrowland some of my favorite memories were just those moments of hanging out with my favorite Disney characters and it made me feel like I was really at home because like I said when I was a kid my dream was to work for Disney that was my dream dude like it, it never stopped it never stopped being my dream when I was in elementary school middle school high school even in my adult life people were always like you're so disney you're just you're so disney that's that's what you are that's what you should do and so when i finally got a chance to do that and do what i actually wanted to do not just you know something interesting until i got there when i finally got there it was like whoa dude like you know what i mean and i'm, I'm excited to i'm hoping that there's a whole nother chapter i feel like there is i feel like there's a whole nother chapter coming and i don't know where it's gonna lead to but i'm really excited for it you know what i mean because when you get a taste of like your dream, you want to keep going back. You want to just keep doing it and keep doing it. And that's that's my plan. I, I God willing, that's what's gonna happen. I feel like I, I hope God has a lot more in store for me with, with that company. And I there's so much I want. I would love to do storyboarding. I don't know how I'm gonna get there. <laughs> I don't know, but I think, you know, I didn't know how I was gonna get to performing on stage, but it happened. So I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I have faith that I will get there, if that makes sense. And, like, again, I know I, I went off on a totally different tangent from talking about Tomorrowland. I apologize, but I am talking about my Tomorrowland memory, so it does all kind of tie in, sort of, kind of. Um, but, yeah, so that's my my final thought on Tomorrowland and, and my memories of Tomorrowland. I, like I said, I have a lot of memories of Tomorrowland. I remember being in Innovations and getting to see... Oh, another thing I'm going to talk about. Innovations at one point did like a modern sort of like housing thing. My friend Cindy used to work that um, attraction, and I remember going in there and seeing like it was a it was a child's room, but it was meant to be like a child's room, like I guess like in the future or whatever. But it was de de uh, dedicated to Peter Pan. It was the coolest room in that house. It was like I was like this was a real room, like dude, like <laughs> I I really want to recreate that room. Like maybe not do like well I guess you could do a Peter Pan thing, but like in a cool way like it, it was really cool like i remember that like sort of house of the future type thing they had in there that was pretty awesome um yeah tomorrowland is really cool it, it's it's one of my favorite parts of disneyland scenery wise i think because it's so open area um i'm not saying that the other parks aren't part parts of the park aren't open but there's something about tomorrowland that just feels a lot more open space a lot more open wide because if you think about it you think about like Frontierland has a ton of trees. There's trees everywhere in Frontierland. And uh, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, Fantasyland kind of has that too. At least it has things like streaming overhead or whatever. But like Tomorrowland just feels very 
open area. I don't know why I'm saying that like that because I know there's like things above us because of like the people movement that was once there, but it just feels very open area compared to some of the other parts of the park. So, but yeah, that's my story. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one, and I will be getting into Frontierland very very soon. And I, I where, let's see, where should I go next? I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Frontierland next and then we will end probably with, well, we're gonna end probably with Main Street, but I'll go into Adventureland after that. So the next time we talk, it will be uh, about rides and attractions in Frontierland. And of course, I'm gonna talk about Pooh Corner. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of like give Pooh Corner and New Orleans Square um, to different parts so I, I know there there's also galaxy's edge as well i forgot about that so i think what i'll do in the next one is i'll talk about frontierland the park like you know the rides and i'll also get into Pooh corner um a little bit too so we'll, we'll do that and then um i will break up uh galaxy's edge will be its own thing and then i'll break up uh, adventureland and new orleans square i'll put those two together and that should be it i might even like I, i'm not going to do a whole thing on the rivers of america but i will discuss the rivers of america in Frontierland when we talk about that next so and then of course I'll do something about the memories and things like that too and yeah that'll be it and I'll see you guys next time peace